122G of the Corporations Act. <laughs> is that is that really the I same? I reckon people who were like fatty wool followers back in the day, like they were the kids who were like, I'm telling on you. Those who sticklers for rules, those are the ki- the people that go into do corporate rule because they love a rule. They love a rule and they love being able to be like, yeah. nah, you're wrong. But suits. Yes. I mean, I feel like the thing about corporate law is that it's like, I mean, it's very highly regulated. Like, that's a long freaking act. But also, like, it's so loose. Like, it's just, like, full of people Ooh. wanting to rot, you know? Ambitious. Including ambitious the lawyers often, which Ooh. can be a bit spicy. Love that. Spicy. At least that's what I've Corporate seen law suits, can be <laughs> spicy, everyone. That's what we've taken Quote away from day. this. <laughs> Should we get into it, Sarah? I reckon we will get into it's our... It's time to, uh, to solve your legal issues. Yeah, so that we put it to the people. And these are the kind of questions and stories that uh, they came up with that we were going to ask... Mm. Uh, Casey, so to begin with, a simple one. Why do judges wear wigs? I'm going to swap on the first question. Um, I honestly don't know. I just feel like it's one of those, like, weird old British traditions. Yeah. Mm. That, like, really annoys me. Like, I'm like, we need to just move on and get rid of this They're really ugly. But also, like, I was watching Drake the other day and I was like, God. That's kind of a Get me into one of those wigs. They don't really wash them, though. No, you can't. They're made out of, like, a special hair. I remember my my dad telling me, because my dad is a lawyer. And I don't know if he told me this or someone else told me this, but someone who was a lawyer told me that back in the day they did it for, like, to be secretive about identity. Like, it was an identity-throwing thing just to keep things, like, yes, obviously you know the name of the lawyer, but just to keep things a bit ambiguous, and then we've just continued doing it. But I – that could be complete bullshit. It's also, (laughs) like, like when I was doing, um, like, some work um, for a – for the the Crim Law um, internship last um, summer – You'd see the lawyers um, or, or the prosecutors walking in these wigs down the main street of Sydney, and they just seem like such bosses. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, take it off, but you don't want to crumple it in your bag. No, it's, I mean, you want to wear that. Like, wear it's, it's it. Can you imagine if the wind took cool. off with it? That would be really unfortunate. Be They're like really heavy. Like they, they look heavy. They, I think they are. They're yeah. made out of yeah, like a horse hair or some kind of animal hair. They're not light and fluffy. Mm. Uh, question two, dear Casey. If your parents ground you for an extended period of time, say three months, is that false imprisonment? Extended like a lifetime since I did school. Um, But no, like false imprisonment, that's like, that's actionable per se, you know? Mm. Like you just have to show that they restricted you. So I think in that case. Even if it was just a verbal restriction saying you're not allowed to leave. Like if you could easily walk out the door, is that false imprisonment? Or they would Harry Potter you and then put bars on your windows and stuff. I mean, like, you have to think That's about the effect it would have on a child, right? Like, mm. you know, a verbal order from a parent. Uh, you might genuinely feel like you can't leave. Psychological bars. Knowing that you can mm. walk out. But I guess then we have, like, a bit of assault happening. In oh, my oh goodness. My God. What are they going to do to me if I leave? That's know. true. Um, another one that we, uh, we got given was, um, Dear Casey, my maths teacher didn't let me go to the bathroom one time in class, and I pissed myself. Do I have a case against this teacher? Oh, that's horrible. I mean, I'd like to hope so, because that's... Terrible, um, but I don't know. I'm a, I'm always so torn on this because like it. I hate it that teachers like not their students do this. But also, can you imagine if you're a primary school teacher and every time someone wanted to go to the bathroom, you let them? Like it would be mm. chaos in the class. I wonder whether this teacher was like a prolific making people piss themselves kind of teacher, or like this yeah. was a one time and she they were like, oh damn, I've actually gone really way too far here. This is unfortunate. Yep. Mm. I reckon there would have been some sort of action plan written up about that at the school. 
And I don't, I don't know what year it is because in year K, you're very enthusiastic about like following everything the teacher says and not doing yeah. anything wrong. There's some, there's some point between years three and five mm-hmm. where you realize that going to the bathroom is a break from doing math. Oh my God, I always <laughs> used to do that. I used to take such big breaks like at the bathroom for maths. And you know what? I really wish I didn't because maybe I would have been a math genius if I didn't do that. But maybe. I missed out on this, the, the, the foundations of fractions. Maybe. So let's go into another one. Dear Casey, is objecting a wedding ceremony a legitimate legal move? I honestly was thinking this to myself the other night and I meant to Google it. Are you objecting a, a um, wedding? Or? No, yeah, well, do you have plans <laughs> to object to a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get into the specifics of why I was thinking about it. Oh, um, of course. No. <laughs> um, I'd have to think no. Um, but maybe it's one of those like weird traditional laws. Like, like maybe it's it fixed. Mm. Maybe it was in like medieval England and now we just have it as like a part yeah. of our wedding ceremony. Maybe we need to do some law reform because the current one is that mm. you have to joust. What? <laughs> you know how they had jousting? What do you mean they had jousting? Who had jousting? Back in the day when you oh, had oh a, yes, when you had, a, had when you had a dispute of love, you'd settle it on the, the old fashioned way with <laughs> horses and sticks. Oh my god, the old fashioned! I wish we still did that today. I know. I, I wish someone would do that for me. You know, like oh that's my the god. dream. Is this the same <laughs> person who you're like going to their wedding? It's I, like I object. Um, in in the office when Dwight and Andy have the fight, and Angela's kind of watching, like, <laughs> oh, I will decide. I will decide. I will, who's the winner? Who's the winner? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I have you guys even? I've never even heard of that actually happened. That wasn't just in movies, like in rom coms, in the final ten yeah, minutes, yeah. like in Shrek. It happens in Shrek. Mm. Fiona. <laughs> but on that note, we'll move on to a to another question. So, dear Casey, can I be charged for trespassing if one time in year ten I was chased off an Aldi roof by a security guard? Ooh. Oh no. I'm not gonna tell. Say who 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 it could be to. Um, Is she in this room? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Um, (coughs) I mean, maybe I'm just showing my age here, um, but I'd have to assume um, that the limitation period would be up, surely, um, at this point. Although I don't know how. This person was in year 10 many (laughs) years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're fine. Yeah, six years probably. But at the time, if they called the police, could could someone... (laughs) Be, you know, arrested for trespassing. Um, Well, I I assume legally, yes. um, But you'd have to think that they decide not to do that. Otherwise, their entire um, shift all day, every day would be just arresting teenagers. I think the way... It's a great thing we made these forms anonymous. Yeah, they did. (laughs) The person told me (laughs) that the security guard was, like, clearly fed up. There was also a lady that was also like... We, you guys do this all the time. Blah, blah blah. We're sick and tired of this. We heard you up there. They did, and they didn't even see. I mean, they didn't even see the people. They just saw. They just could hear, and then they came up. <laughs> okay, it was me. It was me. But like, <laughs> really? Yeah, no, it was me. Um, yeah, but they seemed really fed up. Like this is like every other day they're having to get Campbell Grammar boys and Strathcona girls off the roof, which I don't think is a thing anymore. But uh, yeah. that's the risk you chose. Uh, you know, you took that on when you decided to. What, buy an Audi. <laughs> but by having Run a roof, you have to accept the fact yeah. that teenagers will want to climb it. Yep, I, I <laughs> would say that. Yep. <laughs> Dear Casey, if Chartwells, oh, f- for context, Chartwells is the catering company that does all the food for the colleges at ANU. So they're the ones who do all the mass cooking and have been 
charged under law with some notoriously bad food in the past. I've seen my fair share of raw schnitzel. But uh, oh. dear, dear Casey, if Chartwells gives me food poisoning on the day of a big exam and I fail because of it, what's the procedure? Is Chartwells responsible? Do they pay for me to retake the course? I feel like you probably have had some connections going to that school uh, enough too, to be sufficient, uh, a sufficient nexus uh, to the sufficient so proximity. What if enough people got food poisoning on that day as well? Like you could you could prove mm. that like ten other there were ten other uh, class action well, class actions mm. on food poisoning. Definitely I actually learned like the other day that we don't use the word class action in Australia. What do we use? Uh, representative. Like, yeah, something like that. Maybe I was having you be telling a bit more Australian, like. Mate chats. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm group yarns. <laughs> I think that's it. I don't know. I um I did litigation recently, but I didn't do that well. So I <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's representative fair proceedings. Enough. There might be some section in the act about no, it. That that is that is a good ruling. Mm. We appreciate that advice. And I think uh coming up to a more fi- some of the more final questions. Um can A or Dear Casey, can A and you stop me from graduating if I have seven parking fines? I've always wanted to know the answer. Uh, because that scares me. Uh, taking people to court now. People have been summoned over six, like multiple like 30, co- unpaid. 34 people or something have been taken to magistrates. I kind of wonder if it's like Wilson Parking, you know, because it's like, it's not, a is not government. Um, no. I mean, I personally, uh, no, maybe I shouldn't answer for now. Uh, oh, halfway through. Um, yep. You know. <laughs> Your friend Wilson Macy. Parking, you don't have to pay that shit. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. What, what are this they going to do about it? A&U, it's like A&U yeah. Parking. In terms of like them stopping you from graduating, I mean, I don't know. I just, I've always assumed that to be true because it was just drilled into me, you know. Yeah, um, you but I would really love to see someone test it because mm. it seems quite unreasonable to withhold mm. someone's graduation. I feel like it's probably, I mean, this would be another Dear Casey that I should have submitted, but Dear Casey, should we be reading the terms and conditions? Of con- because probably oh, yeah. somewhere in that, you know, when you got into A&U and you're all excited in your little house and you're like, I'm going <laughs> to college. And then they send you like 940 pages so and you're true. like, yeah, you scroll to the bottom. I'm going to go to Canberra. I could have totally signed probably my life away in that process. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in there is is that. But let's, uh, let's get on to maybe a, a couple more questions. A couple more questions. Yes. Here's a good one. Um, oh, hold on. Let me have a look. Dear Casey. Oh, yes. Um, oh, wait. I can't find anything. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, can I sue my lecturer and A&U vicariously for making me fall asleep during le- lectures, thereby wasting my time at uni that could have been better sp- spent sleeping? Can you sue your lecturer for being a boring piece of shit? <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure they would hope not because uh, that would open up a raft of cases. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that um, ultimately you could have stayed in bed and gotten some shine. You know, like... It's all recorded. Um, you you went in knowing it was a test. Uh, you fell asleep. And how much time can you really have? If you think about it, if they make you fall asleep in the lecture and then you're like, I could have used this time to sleep, then you just you just achieved you what you wanted to achieve. You slept anyway, yeah. Just yep. in a different location. Yep. Yes. So really the they've day. helped you. Um, so it would be a bit of a dismiss. There you go. I agree. And, uh, final question for the day. Uh, is two weeks notice a real thing? Or can I just absolutely walk out of there guns blazing? Um, in my understanding, it's a real thing. Uh, you do have legislation around this, although I suppose it 
depends on your particular terms of the work contract. Uh, another thing that people probably don't read, but should. Uh, you know. That is something you really should that read. Is you, should. you should. They're read. not very long. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, no, I think you're probably screwed if you try to get around that if one. You're like Although, a casual casuals, get out of there. Yeah, like, nice. You can do what you want. Just disappear <laughs> with no no notice. Yeah. There I like go. that. I like that. Case is adjourned. Advice. Thank Lovely. you, Casey. Thank you. Round of applause. <laughs> now, uh, I reckon we'll uh, get on to some more music, maybe. Absolutely. We'll get into it with Kill Bill on that topic of murder that we were chatting about earlier today. Don't go too far because when we come back after this break, we'll be chatting about the build your own prison. Quite, quite interesting. Mm. Let's get into some music. Welcome back, everyone. That was some music by The Police. Very topical for this week of law, isn't it, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. Gets us out of the police. We Sorry, that's literally that all I've been thinking about when we were listening <laughs> to the music. <laughs> trying to find song. that song. But, but yes. Hopefully one day it's a, like, I think that would be a great funk. That's some constructive criticism there for Google. It's a bit off topic, but they should have a search function where you can like kind of hum it. My dad tries that with Siri. Yeah. being be like, like, Siri, what's that song that goes, and then he gets really annoyed when she doesn't give it to him. <laughs> but, but back onto law. <laughs> yeah. Back onto law. Obviously, we, we've sort of done this show as if it was the legal process. You mm. know, we had we just a, opened we up had a s- part like, of the show yeah. discussing what is the foundations of law with legal questions. Mm-hmm. We had the trial. What comes after that? Sentencing. The punishment. Punishment. The deterrence from doing the crime in the first place, mm-hmm. or um or going against the law. So we thought that we should design our own constructive criticism prison. Mm-hmm. Constructive Shaw- criticism. Shawshank vibes. Listen to this. What? what? Constructive critter prison. That's so bad. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> critter prison? What's a critter prison? I, it sounded better in my head. I hate that. But anyways, um, we thought of some different topics or categories. Yeah, factors that, that need would to go need in. To be, I mean, this is, this is going to be a prison that's, we want it to be firm, but we want it to be flexible. Yeah, you know? we you know we wanna we wanna still punish, but also be productive for society. Absolutely. So we began with um location. Where where would we want this prison to be if we were if we were in Australia? Obviously. I don't know. Where where do you think would be a good probably somewhere in WA? Because it's like, <laughs> like, like get him bro- out of here. Like, like <laughs> if I say like, get him off the east coast. Like like Broome. Don't do that to Broome. Broome's a lovely place. Or like anywhere in Tasmania. Tassie could be good. There's also it's like a bit like shipping them off like convict style, and but I like that. The historical problem with touch. Tasmania would be that because it gets so cold there, oh, you heating. would have to pay a lot yeah. for heat. You want okay, a very warm, central warm. climate. What about like somewhere somewhere in South Australia? Because like who goes to South Australia? Let's be real. What do you think, Casey? I've never been to South Australia. There we go. There we go. So somewhere in South Australia, maybe maybe an hour or two outside Adelaide vibes. Like an abandoned winery, you know, where like the like some sort of like like a big piece of land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big big patch of land like that. We also said like kind of what size is this? A massive, massive prison? Are we kind of going? You know, be more of a deluxe niche prison, Mm. small. Um, there is there is a prison like a like a what is it? Space in prisons problem at the moment. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I think we start like pretty small, and if we need another, we can franchise it. Fra- franchising <laughs> the prison, Absolutely. I like that. So Corporatization like, of prison. How many, how many inmates <laughs> do we want? Maybe, maybe like a thousand inmates. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's that's that's, that's, that's a lot. all right. That's, that's a lot. 
that are too much? Probably too little, honestly. Too little? It sounds like a lot. I don't know. How, how many crooks are there in, you know? Well, I mean, we've got a country with, um, what, it's like 30 million people. And it's given no, it's not 30 mil- million. It's like 26 like million. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, is it 30 million? No, I thought, yeah, I thought we were up around there. No. Holy moly. Alrighty, well, oh, I don't know. So we're out between the, between the 1,000, 2,000 mark. Is that, are we happy with this? Yep. Yep, cool. Um, and then we, important, security level. Are we max security or are we lo- mm. low security? Like well, what, what kind of crooks do we want in, in our prison? Well, so this is what I was thinking. I think we should have some good security, obviously, because if they've done something wrong and have been sentenced to prison, they should be, you know, community protection is a, is a big thing with yes. prison and, yep. and making sure that we protect all of the lovely people of Australia. But how good is a Netflix documentary when someone escapes prison? So we want it to be like, like Shawshank Redemption's awesome. So like mm. you want it to be like tough security, but there's like that one percent chance that like every twenty years someone will pull off a Shawshank. Yeah, and, and then there's then, like the myth and culture. And then there's gonna be a sick Netflix movie. And then we'll it. have our own Morgan Freeman being like, how do, how does he talk? He's like, that was my friend. I I I pray for the day <laughs> that I'll see the skies <laughs> and see Andy once more. I can't do a Morgan Freeman impression, but yes. But absolutely. So like, like so hard like escapability. Hard escape, but if someone's like smart enough and but patient like enough, they might be able to pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. What about our name? Name of the prison. What are we going to call it? Because mm. I was thinking if we had our own law firm, we'd be like Bletcher and Patience. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. What yeah. kind of, what's the name of our prison? Well, we probably wouldn't want our name on the prison. No, I, d- I don't want Patience Prison, even though that does have a ring to it. I'm thinking... Maybe you said firm and flexible, and I think that that is funny. Yeah, like people being like, "Oh, you're going to firm and flexible." Well, it's the same yeah. thing. I mean, like my favorite, like Asian um, takeaway in um, in Sydney, it's a Chinese place that um is called dumplings and noodles, and I think it's great because like when you go in there, you know what you're getting. You're getting dumplings and noodles. So so firm and flexible, or we you know just what you're do getting. It's going to be firm. It's going to be flexible. Bad guys and crooks. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what like dumplings and noodles. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. that. I mean, that'd be a good title for mm. the Netflix show. Yeah. Let's do our, let's do one final question. What sure. do we have time for? What do you think, Sarah? I'm thinking this is important and topical. How many human rights are we going to violate in this place? Is it going to be like a Swedish prison where it's like Loki looks better than some of the ANU mm-hmm. dorms? Mm-hmm. Or are we going like Venezuelan, Colombian, Colombian prison where people are like locked up together in like tiny cages? Well, I, w- I wouldn't want our prison to be like one of those like prisons that because because obviously there's different prisons for different like crimes. Yes. I don't think our prison should be one where people are there for like life imprisonment. I think it's a place of rehabilitation. We're turning them out. So you can't be like it can't be like Colombia, but maybe just like probably we don't want it being like maybe like a New Zealand prison. Yeah, we don't want it to be the Four Seasons, but no, we don't we want don't. it to be. Yeah. So something like maybe a prison that you might find in like maybe like France. I feel like that's a good happy I mean, medium. Yeah, like a Luxembourg, you know? Like yeah. Luxembourg. Some kind of like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah all like that. White collar criminals. Nice. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, uh, if you would like to take a visit to the Constructive Criticism Prison, uh, Firm and Flexible. What was it? <laughs> Bad Guys and Crooks? Yeah. You're going to have to be a, you'll have to be a smooth criminal. <laughs> that was a smooth stylings of Michael Jackson with Smooth Criminal. Thanks to you, everyone, for listening. We have unfortunately come to the end of our show. I'd like to uh, give a very, very special thanks to Casey for yeah, coming and talking to us today. Thank you so much for coming on, Casey. We really appreciate it. Loved, loved hearing your legal professional advice. Absolutely. <laughs> What's on for next week, Sarah? Next week is a very special week. We are doing the week of music. So we will be talking about music. 
Who can play it? Who can't play it? What music do we like? I feel like this will be a very like intertextual episode next week. Absolutely. And uh, make sure to keep up on that Instagram page. Uh, follow in, responding to us because we love uh, interacting Hearing. with all yep. of you. I will also be posting that magic trick that Marcus did last week. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, but until next time on the Week of Music, have a uh, constructive week.